everybody. Welcome to our 100th episode. Yay, I'm so excited. Holy tits. I can't believe we've been doing this for 100 episodes. I know. Like, what was our first one? Uh, Well, it was like a little bumpy because it was just you yeah. by yourself. And so... Ugh solo yeah it was solo and you um it was just different it was a different yeah. vibe but it's fun now there's no video component oh my god wow we've come so far mm-hmm. we're so excited um if you guys missed the announcements which means you haven't listened to every single or watched every single episode i even put it up separately in the feed too yeah guys and also put it on our instagram mm-hmm. we have a special edition of don't blame me today i'm very excited about this yeah so basically we asked you guys to send us like summaries of what you need advice on and instead of just listening to voicemails we're gonna call you guys and talk to you like i was gonna say face to face computer to computer like face to face yeah face phone face phone computer screen to screen. screen to screen and like ask you guys questions all of that kind of stuff I think this is going to be amazing. We're really, really, really excited. Me too. Hopefully y'all bitches answer. (laughs) And I love the community that we've cultivated too. Me too. Because I'm so excited based on like even just like the summaries from like what these are that I'm like, oh, wow, we're going to like talk to you literally like face to face about Mm -hmm. like sex and shit. And can ask questions like instead of just being estimating or guessing what actually happen we can actually ask yeah and i think it's i i hopefully you guys will hear us too because we get so many people who will be like oh i should have taken your advice i didn't mm-hmm. actually maybe if we talk out fuck sorry hit my elbow <laughs> elbow and face <sighs> did i hit my face thing? at the same time it probably like it but i think if maybe we talk to you face to face you guys will be like you'll you'll it'll we'll have a bit deeper connection it'll like mm-hmm. sink in it'll sink in and we know that whatever you're going through is happening right now yeah as opposed to like a week ago or two weeks ago mm-hmm. which i also think is super interesting mm-hmm. um i guess i should tell you the phone number for upcoming episodes you should do that. and if you want to call in and leave us a voicemail back to our normal format you can leave us one at 310-694-0976 and international listeners you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com and we love you guys so much thank you for following us on instagram but please don't dm us your advice we don't answer advice via dm even if you have an accent you think it's going to take too long if you think it's going to take too long write down everything you want to talk about accent we are are great we're We're pretty good good with accents like we got this This but if you think because if you have an accent that probably means that you're an international caller so just send in what you said like in words and if we can follow along with what you did when you send the voicemail in yeah right yeah just like transcribe everything and then just read that and then we have both yeah which will be great um also like if it's a medical question ask your doctor don't ask us yeah yeah like we can't we can't help you with that and if it's something that you can google too just google it yeah and a lot of we get a lot of ones of people being like i'm not sure you've answered this in Mm -hmm. a previous episode you don't have to i mean you should go back and listen to all of our old Mm -hmm. episodes but a the same way that i could tell you if we talked about an episode is the same way that you could find it because my brain i don't have a catalog i would also have to go look back on all of them so if you even just go on wherever you listen to podcasts you can look at the description and there's a description of pretty much every call we've covered Mm -hmm. so you can find that there um but we get good questions via dms so i want you guys to call in Mm -hmm. and it's a call in advice yeah and as much as you think your friends are gonna know it's you voice changer apps we've had people use that Mm -hmm. it works and also your voice sounds very different and if you don't give any defining like specifics of like where you go to school or anything like that or your friends aren't gonna know and just deny 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 
Yeah, even like one time I called in as a joke. I and didn't, Megan I didn't know, know it was, it was me until after mm-hmm. the show was over and I told her. Yeah, I'm a dumb bitch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was good at changing my voice. Though. Yeah. But I think you guys, yeah. like, I, I, I don't think that you, I think you guys are being a little, I don't know, some of you guys can worry a little bit too much. Yeah. And just like lying, big. That wasn't me. If yeah. Your friends ask you about it, you know? Whatever. Who cares? Maybe they need to hear it. But and also something that we're we've done now. If we've like we said, like I love this community mm-hmm. that we've cultivated. So we're announcing it right now. <gasps> bum, 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 bum. We have a Facebook group where we can. It'll be a private Facebook group where we can continue to like have these open discussions mm-hmm. but you guys can like ask each other questions or if it's something that you immediately need advice on you can ask other people um plus if you don't remember where an episode was maybe yeah. somebody else does yeah i think it's gonna be so much fun mm-hmm. we love seeing like how not only like we love interacting with you guys like on comments on youtube and stuff but like we love seeing how you guys interact with each other mm-hmm. and i think this is gonna be like a really fun place and also instead of like dming us and being like hey i need advice tonight about this thing like do i go or do i not hey post it on facebook and you'll get so many like literally our whole community can be like let's figure this out yeah so make sure you're following us on facebook Mm -hmm. Um, we can crowdsource blowjob tips we can can make a whole we can oh my god yeah that will be fun we'll make a whole list all together yeah and we'll make it private so you have to have the specific link so you don't have to worry about like yeah people finding it we should we'll do some we should we should ask some questions yeah so then it has to prove that you guys are fans who are protecting us Mm -hmm. and protecting you guys so like people can't get in and if you're worried about people finding out like you're in in the group or whatever just make a fake facebook it's so easy melissa has one yeah i don't follow anybody no it's just a fake one (laughs) yep but i think you i'm really excited for this i hope you guys are too um i think it's gonna be like really really fun yeah it's gonna be like lame advice stuff too where like i can be like hey guys what shirt should i wear this one (laughs) or this one and then you can help me um but I guess without further ado, should we get into the Let's do it. 100 episode? Call some of y'all bitches. You're not bitches. We love you. You want to go ahead and share whatever story you want to tell? <laughs> Once upon a time. <laughs> Things have escalated, let me tell you. Oh, God. I don't want to say I'm excited because it's like your life, but like I'm a little like, I'm just excited to hear. Basically... I wrote everything down so that I don't forget. Great. great. Love it. Met cute boy in my Argo class, and I was like, this is great. I'm in college. What's I'm, Argo? I, organic chemistry. Oh, okay. Or, I got it. Got Ooh, it, got smarty it. pants. I love that <laughs> class. Um, I hate it. <laughs> I also had a teacher uh, that was in love with me, and he just gave me an Oh, a. my God. <laughs> you <laughs> slut. <laughs> I didn't do anything with him. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I met him, and then he got my number to study, because I, like, don't ever know what's going on in that class. Um, obviously, immediately found him on social media. No evidence of a girlfriend okay. at all. Nothing on Twitter, nothing on Instagram. Thoroughly examined, and I was like, okay, feeling pretty good about this. So we started studying together, and we would go to, like, Starbucks and, like, on campus and off campus and stuff. And I'm in this club that raises service dogs on campus. Wow. So I invited him to come to one of our events and he shows up like early, like all alone. Like it's, it was a yoga event. So he came in with dogs. You have, your life seems very yeah. interesting. I love this. Me too. <laughs> um, and then, so he like shows up all alone and then we're talking about Halloween because this was a few weeks ago. And he was like, oh yeah. So like my girl wants me to be Peter Pan so she can be Wendy. And I was like, 
at this point we had hung out like multiple times never mentioned her i was like kind of, i thought he was gay for a second like it the whole mm-hmm. um and since then he's like he like came over to my apartment to meet my dog like we i studied at his apartment for like four hours like never mentions his girlfriend ever um and then we like we hung out there's this nature trail i like taking my dog to and he was like oh i want to come with you sometime so we went last weekend and he mentioned his girlfriend but like just by her name and i only know that because i found her social media (laughs) and but like he was ever like oh my girlfriend he'd be like yeah whatever just in conversation um and then he would like walk into class one day and he was last week and he was like oh my god you like you look nice today and like we'd always again like study together um and then he comes to more of the club meetings like I invited him to more of them and he came to one of a couple of them but the one this week I walk in and he has his girlfriend there yeah and so and so he introduces us to each other and he then was like yeah two of the greatest people on earth is how he introduced oh my god to each other and then she like left early so I didn't even talk to her that much and he was like talking to me and we studied afterwards um and then we we hung out this morning and yesterday. So I saw him Tuesday through Saturday of this week, every single day. Um, and we hung out yesterday. We got flu shots together before our what romantic. The fuck? I got flu shots with my boyfriend two weeks ago. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And then this morning we went on like a different nature trail and we're like making it a weekly thing or whatever, but he still like never mentions his girlfriend ever, but I like now met her. Yeah. But it was like, when he introduced us, it was like, this is my girlfriend, and this is my friend from my organic chemistry class. It was literally two of the greatest people on this He wants earth. you guys to be best friends. <laughs> wow. He wants to have a threesome. Wait, question. Does his girlfriend hate you? Like, could you pick up on those vibes? Like, did you? was there weird vibes between you two? I don't think so. Like, she seemed nice, and she's, like, very, like, girl next door, like, just a kind, genuine person. Mm-hmm. Kind of friend with her that works with her. Like, and so is he, which is weird. Like, he's not shady. Yeah. I mean, he is shady, though. Yes. I don't know if he's shady. Maybe he's just a nice guy. No, like, that's a, that's me. Yeah. No, nice guys I don't exist. They do exist. No, they don't. Yes, they do. I don't. I don't know. There are nice guys that do exist. Does he have any like so friend friend wise? Who are his other friends? Does he have a lot of other female friends, or is it mostly I don't guys? Think so you think he's got a lot? What I've picked up on, like he's mentioned other like girl names. Yeah. And he just, like, seems like that type who's, like, had a lot of girlfriends. Because you also did wonder if he was gay at a little point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what exactly. I think. He's just a yeah. nice person. Yeah. Like, so. has it's he, just, like, weird. Has he, like, blatantly, like, hit on you? No. Right. But, okay, so, where's yeah. his girl? So does his girlfriend go to the same school as you guys? Yes. So where is she? That's the question that I have. Where is she the whole time? Like if you guys are studying and doing all of that kind of stuff and going on all of these nature walks, I just wonder where she is because if I, so as someone I'm friends with straight guys and who have, who have slash had girlfriends and it's more of like a, Oh, we'll all go hang out sort of thing. If it's like, Oh cool. I met this really cool girl. I think we'll all be friends. I think it's just a little weird that like you are being like an, now I don't want to call you an isolated friend, but like it's not like you are being brought into a friend group with the girlfriend. Yeah. Well, he invited me to a kind of invited me to a friendsgiving tomorrow. Okay, and she'll be there. I don't know. Okay, if she's not there, there's something fucking weird up then. What? Okay, yeah. so you're studying science. What's her major? 
communication. Uh, she's like into like philosophy and right. stuff like that. So I think you're like his science friend, and she. Um, yeah. Do you like him? I haven't figured that out. Okay. So here's the thing. I'd say. My, so my initial reaction through all of this is I think a guy who like will name drop a girlfriend or anything like that a couple times. And I don't, I'm not thinking that now, but I just want to say it because that's where my mind went immediately is kind of like a here. I'm letting you know that I have a girlfriend, but I'm still going to kind of flirt with you. But then if anything happens, like I've already told, like you're, you're an accomplice in this as much as I am in that kind of thing, uh, which I think like, isn't great. And I think like right off the bat, um, I do think like hanging out with some like a it, yeah, maybe maybe it is true that he just has like a lot of female friends and it's not weird. But I would say like I think your instincts of like immediately like looking on a social media to see if he's a girlfriend and all of that, that shows that you're a great girl's girl. Like you're looking out for other girls, which is a fantastic thing. So I think like moving forward with this friendship, I would like talk to her, like try and get to know her. And then like if she doesn't feel uncomfortable and you don't have feelings for him and you and him can just be friends, totally go for it. But if you start to develop like feelings for him, I'd back away. Or if you can sense that like she feels super uncomfortable or weird about it, then I would also kind of like take a step back because like, I think it's just a matter of like, I think, I think your instincts are right. Like totally right. And I would have done the exact same thing. I've been like, why aren't you fucking bringing up your girlfriend? Like, this is kind of weird, but I think like it could be just like a friend sort of thing. But I think like that only is gonna work if like everyone's on the same page, including his girlfriend. And maybe you'll get along with her. Cause you said you had a friend who works with her. Is she cool? Would you like her? I don't know. I th- she just seems like very like like the best way to describe it is like girl next door it's yeah like, and like gen- like I feel like she's one of those people that's impossible to like not like yeah, yeah. oh I hate those people <laughs> I yeah. genuinely do though I know I know exactly what you mean but I mean yeah I think like I would say go to the friends giving tomorrow mm-hmm. and see how it all like lays out and then she might be your best friend. Yeah, she might be really cool. And maybe yeah. she's hella fucking busy. And then yeah, he d- she, he's she's doing her philosophical yeah. stuff and he's doing his science stuff. And yeah. they just don't yeah. like he she might not like to hike, but he yeah. knows that you do. So yeah, but maybe like, she doesn't know, too. You know, like maybe she doesn't know you when, guys are going on like. Yeah, but when yeah. when yeah. you guys met, did she see that anything like seem weird or did she already know who you were? I mean, he de- he never really like explained. Like, it seemed like she had already had somewhat. Yeah, no. yeah. She, it's, he didn't explain like, oh, this is how I know this girl or anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, but think I would he's just a nice person. But once, yeah, a friend. I would then maybe the next time you go on a hike, you should be like, hey, you should bring or whatever her name like yeah. we'll bleep that. yeah bring like well like you should invite her and like have her come along and I think if he's like oh mm, mm, no let's not and if he tries to keep it like separate then I think like that's a point of being like okay cool maybe your girlfriend's like not super comfortable with this and like I'm not in like the I'm not out here trying to make your girlfriend like feel like threatened at all yeah but I think tomorrow will be very telling if yeah. she's there yeah. yeah you should talk to her yeah Get to know her I think that's a good call yeah and then just be aware. And then if you, if you, if any of your other friends are there, be like, yo, did it seem like she hated me? Cause sometimes I have a misjudge where I'm talking like, no, no we got along do. great. And it's like, oh no, no, she fucking hates you. And I was like, oh sick. Good to know. Uh, and then you can figure out that way. But this is interesting. Please let us know what happens after this Friendsgiving. Of course. What are you going to bring? Mashed potatoes? I feel like it's everyone brings. I don't know. I probably bring like a pecan pie or Ooh, something. Oh yeah. I love that. I've been decided I'm saying pecan now, not pecan. 
I've never said PK in a yeah, day Yeah, well, it's ugly, life. and I used to say it. Now I say <laughs> pecan. I always say pecan. Yeah, yeah, it's way nicer. That's amazing. Well, is there any, we good? Is there anything else? Anything else? I, I think that's it. I think that's the, the situation. Oh, my God. Well, um, congratulations on being smart. Hi. Oh, my God. Hi. <laughs> I can't believe this is actually happening. Okay, so... Basically, earlier this year, I had my first proper relationship, like serious, where let me just start this off with, I've always had like intense trust issues because my parents were divorced because my dad cheated on my mom. Always been a bit more skeptical going into a relationship. And then um, the relationship was good. Everything was fine until the end when... When he eventually broke up with me, nothing made sense with why he broke up with me. So I decided to try and like do some snooping to try and put two and two together because honestly, I just needed to have this final closure. And what I found out was up until a week before the guy took my virginity, he was sleeping with his ex still. And that sort of just really messed me up from an emotional point of view because before it, I was sort of saving myself to marriage and yeah basically that's the situation but recently I've met this really amazing guy and he honestly has treated me so well with respect and all of that but yeah I just want some advice on how I can move forward after having such a rough start with relationships and like almost you know I know this isn't the same person and just how do I just start moving forward with someone? Because honestly, I really just, I'm struggling with that at the moment. Yeah. Can I ask how long ago that was with the, the original douchebag shithole of a guy? Well, um, the relationship started in July and ended around about beginning of September. Okay. And then you started seeing this new guy who's great when? About October-ish. Okay, so, like, only, like, a month in between? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, that makes total sense to me why you'd still feel like that. I think even if it was, like, years before, Mm -hmm. like, that kind of stuff, like, it sticks with you. But I think I would... Have you told the guy that you're seeing, have you told him about this previous relationship and what happened with it? Yeah, I spoke to him about it and how I couldn't really give 110% quite yet, and he seemed to be rather understanding about it. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, I think that's like a great thing to acknowledge and for him to also know. I mean, I think think it's hard to jump into a new relationship from like a shit one without kind of keeping that same baggage and especially when it's like so quickly right after. And I think if you can like know that this is a different guy and that this isn't the exact same situation. And if you can like communicate to him through the whole process of it, or if there's certain things that like, if he says or does something like triggering wise that you realize my, my favorite thing, which I say, I say on here all the time that my therapist says, like, if it's hysterical, it's historical. So if he does something and like your reaction and you just feel like, Oh my God, this is taking me right back to that place. Explain that to him and like talk him through it as it's happening. Cause I think you're going to be able to, 
if you don't let yourself get into your own head and like spiral away and like start like being alone and comparing like him to this other guy, if you can kind of let him in on that, Mm -hmm. he's going to be able and you give him the opportunity to show you that he's not that guy. I'll also say I think having a good level of skepticism about people in dating is good. And like, like, I think that's healthy. And I think as much as like getting hurt and like fucked over by someone totally sucks. I think that doesn't happen over and over and over again. Once that happens once you, you do become like a little bit jaded. Um, and I don't think that prevents you from having another relationship, but I think it really does like it protects you and you're able to like fight for yourself and protect yourself and your heart from like going through something similar like that again. So I would also give yourself credit in that stance that you've already been through that. You already know those kind of like quote unquote warning signs or things like that. And you're not going to put yourself, you're not going to end up in a situation like that again, because you've already been through it and know that like making sure that your picker and like who you're picking to date, that's what I think is the most like important part. Cause there's not something, I don't know, there's like shitty guys out there and mm-hmm. this can happen to anyone. And at any point, and like, you can never ensure in any relationship that that kind of stuff's not going to happen, but it's just about making sure that the people you're dating, you really, really like them as people, not just because they're not cheating and not doing something right. shitty yeah and i also want to touch yeah. on something that you said before about the guy you said that he took your virginity and i don't i think we put a lot of like emphasis on the first time that we're sexually active with someone and if you reframe your mind instead of saying like that someone took your virginity because that you're giving him a lot of power saying that he took something away from you um and so it's mm-hmm it's more like you shared this intimate experience with you with him and he did like disrespect that but don't think of it in a way that he took something from you yeah it can be like i had sex for the first time mm-hmm. he happened to be there yeah. like it's not about him it's about you 100 percent. and like we've always said i it's i don't think it's about the first person you sleep with i think it's about the last person you right. sleep with and i when my high school i lost my i didn't know oh, i didn't lose, i had sex with my high school boyfriend for the first time Uh, and I, when we broke up, even though it was mutual, I was devastated because like that to me, I was like, oh, this was like such an important thing. And I realized like later on, I was like, oh my God, I didn't even feel like it was so important. I just, everyone told me it was so important. I thought it was supposed to be so important that I thought I had to feel like that. And then now in a relationship, I've been with someone for so much longer. I don't think about the guy that I had sex with the first time at all. And I think like, especially if you were saving yourself until marriage, there can be something about how that's only supposed to be shared with one person. And Mm -hmm. I think like that's fine if some people want to do that but I am also like I'm a huge advocate for like doing what you want to do and like doing like what you enjoy and just because he turned out to be like a total shit person like doesn't mean that that experience was like wasted on someone because it wasn't about him it was it's about you mm-hmm. and it's a great thing like you're like fuck yeah I'm like a hot bad bitch like <laughs> you didn't it doesn't need to be about like him he doesn't have anything you know yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah and also we gotta we got there's so you have to get through those like shit guys and those shit people to get to the good ones i always say that like the more shit and shitty people you date early on 
you don't have then everyone has like a, a number until they get to the person who they're supposed to be with mm-hmm. and if you get the shit ones over with you're gonna get towards that end one and be happy and it's gonna be easy oh my god it's gonna be and because you're gonna be like oh i already know how to deal with all this yeah. shit it's not gonna be like you get into this like fantastic perfect relationship and then shit starts to go wrong and you're like i don't know how to deal with any of that kind of stuff i think it's great to kind of learn how to be in a relationship with the people that you're not going to be dating forever or mm-hmm. be with forever because we're all going to make mistakes and we're all going to figure out and learn and then by the time that you meet that person that you're going to end up with you're going to be so ready yeah it was like practice before exactly and it'll be easy yeah and the sex will be good <laughs> you know that'll that'll be the huh? best part yeah oh that sounds great honestly <laughs> yay but i'm so sorry that happened fuck him yeah fuck him they all say that you will at least have one bad story before you hit 20 so yeah you better be mine only one well i'm gonna there's gonna be a few more yeah and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie to you they don't necessarily stop after 20 yeah but um you get to be a lot you get to be uh stronger yeah stronger through it all and you learn a lot Mm -hmm. and then by the time that yeah you're ready for it you're like i got this yeah i've got history Mm -hmm. i can figure this out yeah so hopefully that helped i mean it really did help honestly it put a lot of things into perspective i'm glad me too yeah and have fun with this new guy and like enjoy enjoy when it's good and that kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. like obviously don't turn your nose if like something feels a little bit off like still trust your gut instinct but i think like there's no point in like spending a time in a relationship like waiting for the other shoe to drop like if it drops it drops like might as well have fun while it's while you're having fun yeah thank you so much for this opportunity really your advice was amazing and it really it is beginning to help to start thinking about it from the perspective of he didn't actually take something from me but rather he was just a part of something that happened Mm -hmm. yeah well thank you so much thank you so much Support from today's show comes from Hinge. Hinge is the only dating app that is designed to be deleted. There are no gimmicks, timers, or games. Instead, every match begins by someone liking or commenting on a specific part of your profile. That way, you can meet your most compatible matches and have unique conversations over what you've shared on your detailed profile. No wonder why it's the dating app for people who want to get off dating apps. And now, Hinge has launched its own podcast. It's called Ghost Stories and is about making dating more honest. That's honest with um, a nice little throat thing i just threw in there hinge brings two people together one who goes to the other and asks them to be transparent this podcast is so good guys um as a serial ghoster myself all i can say is i'm really happy that i've yet to be asked to be on this maybe i should ask my ex-boyfriend why he ghosted me but i technically think he broke up with me um episode four is probably one of my favorites so far and it's about a couple that they had a whole thing in high school and then it's like I don't know. It's like cool to see like how many years have like transpired between all this stuff. It's so interesting. If you're nosy, well, I mean, I'm saying if you listen to our podcast, which means you're nosy, you're going to love this podcast. Check out Hinge's podcast, Ghost Stories on Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Ah, I'm so excited. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so excited too. 
I wish that this was better circumstances to finally like get to actually talk to you, but it's okay. You know. We love drama <laughs> and we love the dirty shit. I'm not, I don't mean dirty, like, like meaty, meaty. There we go. No. Yeah. That's totally <laughs> what I've got for you. Oh my God. My life is a mess, but, um, well, I guess, um, should we just like get into yeah, it? Yeah. Tell us what's up. Okay. So basically love my boyfriend to death. We've been together for seven years. Um, I'm 23. He's 24. We are like high school sweethearts, whole nine yards. Um, but <laughs> he's kind of driving me absolutely insane. He like, I don't know how to explain it without totally making him seem like the dumbest person ever but he's a man it's okay he's a guy we're 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 privy to we're both straight we understand that like we can't choose that sometimes boys are dumb and we're still into them yeah so basically a couple weekends ago he had six days straight and so we didn't have any time together we also work opposite schedule so we didn't see each other for like two weeks um even though we lived together um it was just really difficult but So he had a three-day weekend the following weekend, and we had, like, this whole big plan to, like, go and on a date night and do, like, a ton of stuff just to be able to finally spend time together. Um, But he ended up playing video games every day for, like, 10 hours. Um, And so I kind of lost my mind, and I'm very proud of myself because I did it very calmly, and I was like, hey, I'm really upset with you. Uh, (laughs) Can you please like hang out with me? Like I'm tired of this because I also work and go to school full time. So it's kind of like if I have the time to make with you, like please hang out with me. So basically he like didn't do um, any of his chores. Like I said, I work and go to school full time and I kind of just lost my shit. I've kind of been going through like a depressive episode too. So for him to just kind of totally disregard like me and all of our like priorities and everything, it kind of just pissed me off. Mm -hmm. Um, and so he was like, Oh, I will. Um, he was like, okay, well let's go on a date night tomorrow. And then his twin sister who I've had problems with our entire relationship calls him and is like, I need you. I'm going through shit right now. Can we please hang out tomorrow? And I was kind of just like, man, what? Like, why, why does she have to call as soon as we are finally being able to spend time together? And, um, it's just annoying because, Like, they went through all this stuff in their um, childhood. Like, their parents were alcoholics. They were, um, like, verbally abused a lot. And so whenever um, they're going through something, she just always calls him and expects him to cancel everything. And regardless of, like, what he has going on, she just doesn't care. Um, And then we can get into, like, his alcoholic parents later, but it's just a mess and I just I've like kind of at my wits end and I don't know how to handle it anymore because oh I just have lost all of my patience for him for his sister for his parents like I just don't know what to do yeah no I understand that sounds super frustrating um what I would say is I think like to address 
okay the video game part to address first like i totally feel you like that's incredibly annoying and as somebody who lives with her boyfriend there's something that like there's some people just have different ideas of spending time together Mm -hmm. and that's something that like Mots and i had to like learn and understand that i was like just because we live together and we sleep in the same bed every night if i'm unconscious we're not hanging out right and for him it was like oh no like we're around or if i was if he didn't fall asleep first i fell asleep first and he's watching a movie he's like no i feel like you're there with me and it was important that i was like no we have to like have the same quality time that we would spend and plan to spend if we weren't living together so like if we weren't living together and we were just dating, you'd have to, act, we'd have to like plan a date and go do something. And that's like a hard thing. I would also say like the tough part is when, and this is something that I've also had to learn when like when two people have like busy schedules and things like that, there's, it's, it's hard to factor in like de- like self-care, like taking time for yourself after a really busy time and then also taking time with your partner. And I think like if it's a habit and this is something that just keeps happening that like he's gonna like play video games instead of hanging out with you when you guys had plans, I think like there needs to be a conversation about like, okay, so like let's figure out how like you can do both, how you can have the time that like you need after having like worked for so m- like work for so many days that like makes like decompresses you and like is your like self-care maybe video games or his self-care and stuff like that but so it's not choosing all or nothing because Mm -hmm. i think like he needs his alone time okay this is also i say this as someone who does not i don't need alone time ever like i am fine i could hang out with people at all times like forever but mott's like my boyfriend needs he he needs his alone time and it's something that i've had to learn of being like oh i'm not going to enjoy our quality time together if you haven't also had your alone time because then this isn't quality time for you Mm -hmm. like it's something that everybody needs but i think that's something that like you guys have to sit down and have that like conversation of being like okay well so how about we have plans we'll do uh we'll hang out we'll we'll get we'll do like dinner and a movie that night and then something that physically removes you from where you live yeah so he doesn't have an excuse where he can sit down and play video games for 10 hours Mm -hmm. you can maybe you can play if he needs his alone time play video games for five hours yeah you have the other five hours and then you guys go out and go uh-huh. do something because then it's not just, I don't know, it, it kind of makes that feeling a little bit more special too. I think that's like a good thing in long-term relationships. And then I would say for the sister stuff, it's hard because I know that you said that you have issues with her, but, and I'm not like discrediting that. Like she, like she might be like a total bitch. Um, but at the, like when it boils down to like, their relationship like their kids who dealt with like emotional trauma at mm-hmm. home and that's something that's not only bonded them together it's something that like they're both gonna deal with for the rest of their lives and they're the only ones who know how to deal with it like they they just did it together so that's something that they have to constantly deal with and her calling him if something goes wrong and her needing him that's it's not a threat to you so she might like not you guys might not get along or whatever but that actively is not a threat to you at all that's something that like I don't think I'm assuming that she couldn't count on her parents so she counted on him Mm -hmm. and I think he probably felt the same way about her but he's it's not even just like oh she doesn't have any it's not that I wouldn't say it's not that his sister's like oh like I'm more important than his relationship and anything like like than his girlfriend in the relationship and anything like that it's just 
I would think it's just an immediate like trigger response when something right. happens. She goes back into that headspace of like how it was growing up and she needs her brother. And that's not something that I also think he's never going to be able to deny her of that as right. well, because that's something that like, again, they went through together and he completely understands that. Um, and that's something that like, I get that like family baggage and like you're saying that his like parents, alcoholics and all of that stuff, like that sucks and it's so hard and I'm not going to discredit the fact that it's hard for you, but it's definitely like really hard for him and his family and his sister as well. And I think like you have every right to get like frustrated on his behalf, especially if they're like treating them badly or if they have in the past or like all of that stuff. But it's hard to kind of get anyone like if you wanted like him to cut off like relationship with his parents. And if you see that it's really toxic, it's so hard to watch someone like deal with that kind of stuff. But like you can't convince someone or get someone to do something like that because it's, it's, it's so much out. It's just so far out of your control. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause it's like, she doesn't know that you guys are like going through stuff. It's just like, she happened to call during the time where you were, where you were going to talk to him. So you can't blame her for that, yeah. but also he needs to um, put, he needs to make you make time for what you want. And mm -hmm. it seems like he's not making time for you at all. Yeah. And that makes sense that like that built up frustration that you have, yeah. because like yeah. if he's not making this quality time for you, if you guys had like, a date night and everything was great and fine. Mm -hmm. I'm sure if his sister had called the next day, it wouldn't have set you off and yeah. you wouldn't have felt like this because you would have, your needs would have been getting met. But I think right now everybody, it feels like everybody else's needs are getting met and yours aren't. Mm -hmm. And as much as that sucks, I think it's, it's not a, it's not like a, it's not a terrible place to be because what that means is that he trusts you so much that you're always going to be there and that you are someone that like he can bail on and he can like, because he can count on you yeah. and he knows that it's going to like, that you're going to be okay. But that also goes in the level of you have, if he's going to treat you, if he's going to like think that in that way, that relationship and your relationship is strong enough that you can tell him like, Hey, no, like this right. is something that we need to plan. Yeah. Stop and taking me for granted. Exactly. Make time for me. And cause it's, I don't think it's not, it's not, um, it, it shows how much he loves and cares about you that like he feels comfortable enough to like do that kind of stuff. But because he feels that comfortable and loves you so much, I think it's also like free reign for you then to be like, Hey, no, we need to spend some quality time together. Like, as much as like, I love our like life and I love like living together and all of that kind of stuff. Like I don't want to stop dating you. And that's something that I think a lot of like mm -hmm. long-term relationships, like go through like ebbs and flows of that. And I've said that in our, our, my, my Mats and I, our relationship for a long time would be like, I was very much like, let's fucking let's hang out, let's hang out, let's hang out. And once you live together, it just can get really like easy and into this pattern. And then once you start making that effort and you start going out and you start having fun, then both of you want to do that more often. But what I had to learn was not taking away from like self-care solo time and then just creating our own separate time that was able to have fun that way. But I think you just have to have, have you had that conversation with him at all or anything like in that like realm? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We've had, well, we've had a lot of conversations like that. Um, definitely about, oh, our like relationship. It's just, we've gotten into this routine and he's like, oh yeah, I want to spice it up. I want to be a better man for you. I want to do this. I want to do that. And then he just won't follow through. 
Um, and it's really hard. Well, I just talked to my therapist about this the other day. She was like, you are a very powerful woman, but I feel like he is like, like feeling like you're taking power away. So it's hard because I want to be like, let's plan this. Let's do this. Let's do that. But I'm trying to kind of take a step back and let him take care of any, everything, um, not everything, but mm-hmm. let him have a say and let him, you know, make the first move and plan something and, um, you know, make an agenda for us or clean the house when he wants to, or, you know, kind of just do whatever he wants just because I can be, I know that I can be very controlling and demanding because I am a very like strong person. I'm a very powerful person, which my therapist says, (laughs) and I really appreciate, but, um, which I know can be really overbearing. So I'm like, I'm really trying hard. It's just, uh, like, I don't know how to go about well, his sister does know like kind of what we are going through um, because they talk about literally everything. And I've talked to her about what we're going through too mm-hmm. um, because she is a very motivated person too. And she's like, oh, if we can just get him to, you know, do this, this, and this, like, it'll be so great. So she has an idea, but it's like, uh, I just, I feel bad because I don't want to be mad at him. But like, um, I, we've talked about how, um, we want our lives to be and how we want to have date nights every two weeks and how, um, I guess like we want to come together at the end of the day and talk about our day, but I guess he's just not holding up his end of the deal. If that makes sense. Yeah. Words mean nothing if there's no action to it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what he's notorious for is saying, 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 but doing nothing. Yeah. That's kind of been an issue for our entire relationship is him saying that he wants to do something. You know, he'll send me, you know, this big long text message about how he hasn't been doing his job and how he feels bad and how he wants us to do better and yada, yada. And then, you know, literally the next week, this whole thing goes on and he just doesn't do what he is saying. Yeah. I mean, my petty advice, (laughs) my petty (laughs) advice would be, I totally, I've been in your position. I completely understand. Um, and yeah, my petty advice would be start acting. Okay. Again, this is really not great advice. I said it was petty. I've prefaced it is start (laughs) kind of treating the relationship, how he treats it and make plans with your friends. Even if you don't have plans with friends, go to target by yourself and don't be as like, I don't want to say don't be as available, but like, don't be as around because Mm -hmm. I think he is taking advantage of the fact that you live together and like, like that you are, cause I completely relate to being like a dominant, like a dominating personality and just like having that presence. I'm very similar and being like, if you just make plans with your other friends, if you just do all the, if even it's just being out of the house. And so then it's never you being like, Hey babe, like, let's come do something. Let's do something. And he's try he then is trying to catch up with you. And then I think if he, he you can make him miss you, that is the petty advice that right. I would give, because I think right now, like he's not, you guys are just seeing the situation like on a, you're just seeing quality time in a different way. And Mm -hmm. I think if you can take away that version of quality time that he has and like, and you can create that, like get like that space where he's like missing you and being like, well, what's she doing? Where is she going? Like, what is happening? I think uh, maybe he'll be able to come around a bit, but that's again, petty advice. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's actually really good. That's definitely. um, Yeah. I could see that 
definitely being a solution for sure. Yeah, you're just busy. You're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he's like, hey, babe, where are you? I just got home. And then you just like wait 20 minutes to respond. You're like, oh, I'll be home soon. And he's like, what? What's happening? And then he wants to hang out with you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, thank Hopefully you this helps. I love you guys. I know. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking my call too. Oh my gosh, of course. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Yeah. Oh, my life. Literally my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> I love you guys. Bye. Thanks, bye. bye. Hello. Hi. 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 I'm so sorry. You just heard me compliment your profile picture. You're so cute. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, thank you. I love your dress in the picture again. Sorry. I'm oh, being weird. Thank you. You're all good. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. We'd love mm-hmm. to hear what's going on. Give us give us the scoop. Oh, the deets. All right. So, um, like, I have a very serious boyfriend. We've been together for, like, over a year. But I definitely think that like I could marry him. Um, but I don't think that the sex is very great. Ooh. <laughs> it's gotten to the point where I'll like get very bored and I've like sometimes like I drink before we have sex mm-hmm. or like I'm super high and that doesn't necessarily make it any better. Oof. Um I've talked to him about it, but we've talked over text about it, like seriously. And then one time I was kind of tipsy and we talked about it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I'm just scared to do it in person because in his most recent relationship that ended, they were pretty serious and they were together for a couple years and she was older than him and she like thought that she was going to marry him, but he was just not ready for that at the time. And she ended up cheating on him and like having sex with someone else. So I feel like it's just a very touchy subject and I don't want to hurt his feelings. Yeah. Can I ask how old you guys are? Yeah. He's, um, eight years older than me. So he's, or seven years. I'm 27. I'm 21 and he's 27 going to be 28. Okay. Okay. What about the sex makes it bad? Yeah. Um, I just every single time I feel like it's just about him. Okay. okay. Are you faking it? Like orgasms? Um, I no. I try not to. What I do mean you, try not wait, to. Wait, so are you coming well, like, or are I you make, not? No, I'm not. Okay. But I like some it like feels good in other ways, but then yeah. I never do finish. Does okay. he know that you're not like, finishing? I've talked about it to him before because he knows that I've never finished with any person. Okay. That I've ever been with sexually. So like penetrative sex doesn't do anything. I for mean, me. it does welcome it for to the club. Well, yeah. I know. Does yeah. he go down on you? Yeah, he does, but he's that, bad. Again, just like I don't know. There's just like not something about it. With okay. like previous partners, I feel like I've always been grossed out about it. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm just not that into it. So I think that could possibly play a role in that as well. Okay. Personal, okay. I mean, I'm saying I was gonna say personal question. These are all personal questions. Do you masturbate? I do. Okay. So I do I do get off like on my own. Okay. Okay. Great. But um I okay, here's the thing. He's 27 and yeah. uh he needs to be better at sex and I know that's it feels like okay, if someone ever told me that like oh wow, you need to get better at this, you're not good at this, I would have a total breakdown. I get that. Yeah. But I don't think that he's going to feel the same way at all because there just is, there just tends to be this like 
different and if he gets pissed off and like upset or whatever like yeah there should be room for improvement um my my boyfriend when he was in high school was hooking up with one of his female like friend friends they weren't even dating and she was like you suck at this I have to teach you everything and he was like it was the greatest lesson I ever had and he wants it to be enjoyable and fun for you and I think like not that you're not I think if you make that statement, which I totally understand having like never come with a partner before, but I think for him, I think he's kind of just treating this as like, oh yeah, that's, it's never going to happen. That's just a you thing versus like, no, it will. And it totally can. We just need to figure out a way to do that. So I think you're actually in a good position that like you can make sex about, you can make sex better and like fix the fact that he's bad in bed to being like, Hey, I really want, I really like, I'm super attracted to you. I really like you. And I really feel like we can get there and I can get there with you. And I really want to. So like, let's try some new stuff out to see if that's going to work for me. Mm -hmm. And you can make it about you. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think like, I'd, I'd say like, if, if you know, like what turns you on, like, and even if you don't just like trying different things with him, I would also say a great thing. If you use like a vibrator, if you have any like couples toy sort of thing yeah. that like you can be and like, I- Hey, take the, my vibrator. And like, this is how you mm-hmm. can get me off in a way. And I think like, uh-huh. <laughs> I recommend the crescendo. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. We just got these ones yeah. not sponsored called the crescendo. <laughs> yeah dude they're great they're great they're very great great uh-huh. with partners great alone can, they bend and flex yeah. and can wrap around things and go inside things so they're great yeah they're very fun and and you can control it from your phone so like you could be doing something mm-hmm. and he can be like doing different vibrations from his phone yeah and it gives him like if if he doesn't have a ton of like sexual experience or isn't super sexually confident as opposed to like coming at it from like hey what are you doing wrong it's like let's introduce this fun new thing that's mm-hmm. going to be exciting for both of us and i think if you can get to a point where like he can see like cuz as much as like i'm sure you're fantastic at pretending that you're like not bored and like not having like a great time i think once you see like once he can see like you actually really enjoying yourself that's going to be a huge turn on for him and he's going to be like oh fuck yeah i want to get to this like i want to keep doing this kind of stuff so she enjoys it um yeah and if he doesn't then he's like a fucking selfish dick and like good thing you know that now you know also how often are you um getting higher drinking when you're having sex um not I feel like it just happened more recently because more often just because I think that it could make it more enjoyable Mm -hmm. um in the past I didn't okay I was just so we've been together for a year so then like I guess like four to three months got it because that can make you like space out and not emotionally available as well um does he like, turn you on? Like when you make out with him, like, are you like turned off? Like what, at what point does it get like bad? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, is it like making out? You're like, this is great. And like, does it get to like, at what point are you feeling like it's not great? Like, is it just like, as soon as he sticks it in or is it like, yeah, that, as okay. soon as he sticks it in. Okay. <laughs> so that like, he's oh. just not good. Like, okay. And do you know how many, obviously you don't have to like, be specific but like does he have a lot of sexual experience or not so much um he seems like he had yeah like uh he's never outright i outright told me like a specific number but i've expressed mine yeah 
and he like it seems like again mine's 10 so it seems like it'd be higher than that from just like the way that he was acting but I honestly have no idea yeah I don't know to me it seemed like he might not have as much experiences as you in a way and like maybe he doesn't if he's kind of being a little bit self and also if he's my God, he is older than you though. Cause I also think at a certain point, like when I was, when I was younger and I was dating guys who were younger, I, I don't know. It was so much more about them because also like I wasn't making it about me. Mm -hmm. And like, it's not until women make it about themselves with guys, then guys make it about girls. Do you know what I mean? Like it it sucks. And like, there's not every guy is going to be selfish in bed until there's one girl being like, no, that's not how this goes. And then that guy's Mm -hmm. never going to be selfish in bed again. But like when you're like, people can just get into that habit. So I think as much as like, it might feel uncomfortable for you to kind of like be that person Uh who's going to introduce that. I think it's going to make, it's not it making it about you. Isn't inherently actually really making it about you. It's going to make the whole experience better. And he's going to enjoy himself more too. Yeah. And be vocal about what you want. Yeah. And like what you like, if Mm -hmm. you can figure out, like if you don't know, but if you like watching porn, like seeing any stuff that like does turn you on specifically and like, giving so much positive reinforcement to that to being like oh my god I love it when you do that kind Mm -hmm. of thing then that's gonna like create the more fun sort of stuff and then also I'd say uh don't have set like not that you said you're doing this but also make sure that you're having sex when you're in the mood too so like if you're not in the mood and you're like oh I'm really like not feeling this then you're gonna start just continuing to do that and it's just not going to be something that like you look forward to that is sexy it does kind of make it about him because you didn't want to necessarily have sex to begin with um and it might be fun one time if or not i don't know if again i say this like i know your entire sex life but if you can like (laughs) set the mood to whereas you feel really sexy and you come on to him and you really make it about like you and take control there might be a way to like have that be something that makes you you feel like you feel sexier and you feel harder. But if you, if you go at it and you pursue it, it does inherently kind of make it about you in the beginning. And I think that yeah. could be like a fun thing with him. And yeah. Also guys like straight men want to make girls come. They like do even the shitty ones. Like they really like, they want to make you come. Like it is because it's a blow to their ego if they don't. And he yeah. might've been with girls before you who are all just faking it and have all kind of had the same like, reaction as you have and he's thinking that that's kind of normal and then you're gonna come and he's gonna be like oh my god wow what was i doing all of this fucking time yeah you know was it was it always bad from the beginning um i don't think so but i think that could have also been because like i was more excited then yeah Yeah. thanks so like i try to make sure i only do it when i am in the Mm -hmm. mood but then it just gets like I feel like it takes too long sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like there. Also, how often are you masturbating when he's not around? Pretty often. That might well, be part of it too. If you're masturbating a lot and then yeah, it's you're used to coming a certain way. Yeah, with whatever toy or whatever you're using, and then yeah. um, he's not satisfying you because you're used to a certain type of stimulation and he's That's bad true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i think i never thought about that yeah because the excitement the newness of the relationship has worn off yeah now. and so you've got to figure out different ways too and i think that happens though in like the newness of relationship like that attraction and that like oh like i'm excited that i think can mask itself as like i'm really into this like mm-hmm. sexually and then once that once that kind of fades you realize like oh shit 
we've been having the same kind of sex and I haven't been getting off, but it was okay at the beginning. Cause I was so super, like it was all new and exciting that that was like a turn on in itself mm-hmm. that now it's like, Oh, this is going to take a little bit more work. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I would also say, don't kill me for saying this. You've been dating a year yeah. and you see a future with him. And that's totally great. I think at the end of the day, if you guys can't match up like sex, like sexually wise, and it's not working for you does not make you a bad person for needing to be with someone where it does work because yeah. like sex is a, like if it's important to you, it's important to you. And as someone who it's yeah. very important to, it's important to me <laughs> that like, I, I very much, once I started like dating someone who like, I was like very much in sync with on that. I was like, Oh wow. I'm so glad I didn't like, I didn't continue to date stuff, like date these other people where I like yeah. liked it, but it wasn't like, I was still wanting something like I wanted. It wasn't all there. It wasn't mm-hmm. all there. And I didn't always necessarily give everyone else the opportunity, but I think like if you give him that opportunity and like he grows from it, he takes it. It's great. It's wonderful. But I think if it doesn't work and like, then from there, like you owe it to your own like sexual pleasure to be like, okay, if this is not something that you can like be serious about, like working on with me, then like, you know, you gotta get, you gotta yeah. get off. Like you can't just masturbate for your whole right. like relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you're not telling him, I know you said you're yeah scared to tell him in person, but if you're not telling him, then he can't fix it. Yeah. And I think truly sure. as much as awkward as it feels to do it in person, I do think in person is way less intense than mm-hmm. over text message, because if you do it in person, you can kind of just like bring blurt it up it in a really cat like and blurt it out. Yeah. Looking at a text message and then w- waiting for him to respond. Yeah. And-, and a text feels like kind of planned out and it yeah. can feel like it-, it puts a lot more pressure on both mm-hmm. of you to like come up with something like the right slash wrong thing to say, because there's no right or wrong thing to say here but if you bring it up in person and it can be like much more of like the exciting like hey I really like want to come with you and I and if you tell him that you masturbate he might be like hella into that and the idea Mm -hmm. of like oh wow I like I want I want to like figure that kind of stuff out and it can be fun it's like hey let's have a fucking weekend I'm locking ourselves in this bedroom and like we're not leaving until I come yeah yeah and he'll be like sick yeah and I, I I hate to like keep harping on that but if like you're masturbating a lot and you know that you can make yourself come in like five minutes and you know exactly what you can do when you're with him you might be getting bored because you're not coming in that same amount of time I I but okay so I masturbate a good amount I would say but I also think that like I would if if I was sleeping with someone who wasn't good at it I wouldn't I would be the exact same way I wouldn't enjoy it because I'd be like I can do this so much Mm -hmm. faster on my own but if he gets good at it then you enjoy the process and the build up to it because that's the issue that's what you need to enjoy you need to enjoy like the whole act of it and if it's all about the conclusion to me that usually means that they're not very good like you should enjoy the whole process and he needs to get better at the whole process and then I think Mm -hmm. that'll like that'll make you enjoy it more because you're not just going to be like waiting for it to be over to get to the end part because you'll be like oh this is fun this whole time Mm -hmm. but he just needs to get better at it and there's a wonderful book that we talk about all the time called she comes first i think is wonderful it essentially teaches guys how to go down on girls and it's incredibly helpful she doesn't like it though but you i mean but if you if you (laughs) if you haven't necessarily liked it with other partners i think like there's if you really like your partner and you trust him and you care about him i think like trying it one time and then being like okay i don't like it or i do like it and moving from there yeah and i haven't read the book but i'm sure it talks about other ways yeah no it talks about not just like going down no it like breaks down like because so many guys are like have no idea what slash where a clit is and like they like got they like googled it once and then got it wrong and then they're focusing on something that you're like yeah no it's not doing shit for me and then it's a good way of like 
and it's written from a guy mm-hmm. and it's a good way to uh get them to like be excited about it and how it is about you too but i think also even if you tell mm-hmm. him like it just feels like it's kind of all about you right now and i want it to be about me that'll like break his heart in like a motivating good way <laughs> yeah i had told him that before <laughs> oh what did he say um it was over text though so it probably didn't come off the right way yeah maybe but I don't even remember it. He said that he was just going to like work on things or something but like along he, those lines. If, it probably sounded, it sounded a lot better than that. Yeah. But, but if he need, he needs a specific goal and I think telling him in the moment, like, cause things can change. Something might feel good right now, but it doesn't feel good the mm-hmm. next time. So yeah. telling him in the moment, what you actually like, um, can help with that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would think I would also like, as much as it sucks to admit to him, like, and be like, I know that I've said I've never come with a partner, but like, I'm that's not a me thing like yeah. it's like I I know I, I can, want to I can get myself yeah. there which means that I can get there with a partner like you just have to want to like go through that with me and like work on that with me it's not going to like necessarily be like super quick the first time but like yeah. we should both want to get there mm-hmm. you know I hope that yeah. helped at all yeah. did it at no, all that definitely did help well let us know yeah. fingers crossed um I fingers- Never mind. What? <laughs> nothing, oh my God. Finger. What are you going to fucking say? Nope. Nasty. <laughs> you fucking nasty. Um, but uh, yeah, again, vibrator, try that stuff out. Yeah. I think, I think it'll yeah. be, I think you, you, you've got like a great opportunity here to have, I always love when like the homework that we're giving people is like lock yourself in a bedroom and just fuck until you come. Yeah. But, um, it's great advice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the advice I want to get. Um, but yeah, I, I hopefully it'll 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 yeah. get better and update us. Let us know. I will. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. Thanks for calling. Of course. Okay. Have a great one. You too. Bye. Bye. Wait. So, uh, what do you what do you need some advice on? Let us know what's up. Um. Yeah. Not too much. Um. I just have like an update, I guess, for you guys. Yeah. Yes, get it. Um, uh, yeah, so when I uh, called in last time, um, I just found out that my dad was cheating on my mom again um, mm-hmm. with sexual masseuses. Oh, that yes. That was in um, April of mm-hmm. last year. No, of this year, sorry. Wow. It's um, all, the year's almost over. So since so. then, I've moved to Italy. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I've moved to Italy um, to work on some yachts. And um, basically, my dad, as I learned this from my brother, who's older than me, but my dad is still seeing these ladies, um, which is hard. Um, and especially since my mum still doesn't know that uh, the affair is going on. Um, and I totally regret not taking. Megan's advice um your advice is to like tell my dad and let him know what was going on and tell him that it's not okay and that I know and the episode came out like just as I got to Europe and I was like I wish I had the balls to just say to my dad listen like this isn't okay either you tell mom or I will um and just like sit down with them both and be like this isn't my relationship I get it but it still affects me in one way or another, being your daughter. Um, but, yeah, I just wish I took the advice. Um, 
Yeah, my when I told my brother, sorry, my mind is so scattered at the moment. That's all good. When I told my brother that I knew, he also kind of knew. So he said, like, I knew something was going on because my dad was showing symptoms and not symptoms, but like personality traits that he was when he was seeing the first lady that he had a full-on affair with. So we both kind of knew, which makes us think that our mum does know because she's not dumb and she must know that, you know, something's going on. But after like, you know, hours and hours of talking to my brother, which funny enough, this brought us so much closer than we have ever been. Um, Yeah, we just decided not to tell my mum and that it was going to be the best thing for her and for everybody if we just let it go. And, yeah, I wish I didn't. It's a constant regret of mine. I know it's, like, really bad to live with regret, but, you know, it is. It's a it's a regret. And I just, yeah, I wish I took your advice because it was so good. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> yeah, it was it's... just a little, little bit too late. Yeah. yeah. And that's... That's my update for you guys. Um, yeah, wish I'd taken the advice. <laughs> I mean, I also get and not taking it in the sense that, like, as much as, like, I mean, I also think I, I talk a big fucking game on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Me being like, yo, just, like, f- be con- confrontational. Yeah. Like, and there's sometimes where I'm like, oh, I mean, I might not do that. Which I think, like, at the end of the day, like, you you never asked to be put in this position. And, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you don't have, like, it's not your responsibility. And it's, su- like, my biggest, the thing I hate more than anything is, like, when you get, when you're in the middle of something that you didn't ask to be a part of at all or like when someone does something that involves you and you're like well Mm -hmm. now you put this on my plate and like I didn't like why do I have to be the one to kind of deal with it and at the end of the day like they are your parents and like it's not your responsibility at all and I think like I understand like the feeling like regretful for it but I think what you said about your mom probably knowing Mm -hmm. is like you're probably spot on like Mm -hmm. I and at the end of the day maybe it like maybe she knows and maybe it's something that like they're dealing with or she's come to terms with and like is she's okay with and like knows where it's yeah. at and like or she's in denial yeah like, or maybe she, she doesn't yeah. want anyone you yeah. know what I mean? like maybe yeah. she doesn't want to talk about it maybe she doesn't want like her kid like maybe she feels she might feel embarrassed and not want you guys to know or in a way of like she like in a way that your dad hasn't necessarily like tried to protect you guys, quote unquote, like from this kind of stuff. Maybe your mom is like, mm-hmm. she doesn't want to have you to feel, to make you guys feel like you're involved in like mm-hmm. their kind of stuff. But I also think like, oh, yeah, for sure. you're, if there's, there's, it's never, if you ever do feel like you want to bring any of that up, I don't ever think it's like too late. It's just yeah. like, don't feel like you missed your opportunity, but like also don't feel like it's something that you have to do because as your kid, it's not, I mean, as their kid, it's not, it's not your responsibility. And I don't think your mom would fault you. I don't think anyone would fault you at all for like not wanting to bring something like that sucky to her attention. But also if like, if it, if you would feel better doing it, I don't think it's too late. Yeah. I have a question. Like this masseuse, like, is it, like a sexual thing like the is the going to a masseuse a sexual thing or it just like yeah well from like what I found when I went to the thing originally it was like photos of you know women in sexy lingerie and email and not email and messages being like are you available tonight mm. and it's like you know is 
Cindy available tonight. You know, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'd like a, a Thai massage with hot stones and <laughs> lavender oil. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so is it like, was it like a, like a website or a service or was it like one person? So I don't really, it was like, so where I live back home, it's a small town. So um, there are a few like known places that have the service and all of the places that like, my dad stupidly listed them in his phone as like where they were. So like, you yeah. know, massage, which we all know, like, well, at home, we all know that that's like a sex parlor basically. Got it. Wow. Um, but actually what I did before I left, before, uh, before I left, I went through his phone again and I just changed all of the numbers. <laughs> you are my um, hero. To like random numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I sweet. Like, I was like, oh, fuck you, dad, I'm done. <laughs> this is it. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to get him back. You know, but um, I don't, yeah, he's clearly figured it out. So... That's yeah. That's funny though. Good on you. That's yeah. creative. I've never even thought to do something like yeah. that. Thank you. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. When my brother and I were like chatting about it, yeah, we were like, oh, we'll like we'll stalk him out and we'll like put a cryptic like Nancy Drew, um, like serial killer note on his <laughs> car and let him at we know and you know we'll tell your wife. But then my brother was like, no, we can't do that. That's- like when not like Nancy Drew just isn't how this should go down. I love this. That's so funny. I'm happy it brought yeah. you and your brother closer together though. That's yeah. like, I think that's like a yeah, blessing so in disguise I. through all of this. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure it's something if Absolutely. your mom knew, she'd be pretty happy, like yeah. would be happy that it, there's something good that came of it, which yeah. is you guys getting closer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it happened like last time this happened, my brother and I became closer again. So yeah, it's it is a blessing in disguise, and it's nice to have someone else to lean on about it. But yeah. I just wish you know, dad's weren't so yeah. dumb. Uh, I mean, I think we all yeah. do wish uh, that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Are you going sure. home anytime soon? Um, no plans as of yet. Um, but I'm hoping to be home for a, a wedding in March. But Got it. we'll see. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to share? No, thank you. I love, no, I feel like I love the podcast. I listen to it when I'm cleaning, which is kind of lame, but like when I'm cleaning all day. Um, yeah, and I love it. You thank two are you. such a great like, duo combination. We think so it. too. <laughs> We're a good combo. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And let us know if anything so, else happens okay. with your family and stuff. Yeah, I will. I hope not while I'm over here. I'm yeah. hoping not to for your for our all all of our sakes. I'm yeah. hoping that nothing else happens and yeah. it's just sunshine and rainbows. And yachts. yeah, cool. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys. We're done. That's it. That's our one hundo episode. It came and it went. <laughs> um, that was so fun. I loved it. That was like really cool. I it's I'm like very excited. you guys exist. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like you don't, I didn't think you didn't exist, but like, I don't know. Maybe we can I interact because it could just be like before it was just like, you know, you never put a face to a yeah. name, but it makes you like real. And like, you guys have like jobs and I mean, we are being nosy and we cut out a lot of like us, like small talking, mm-hmm. but like, it's so cool to like, 
I don't know. You guys have like full fledged like careers and, and like jobs. awesome jobs. You guys have fucking cool ass yeah. jobs. Like it's so I don't know. It's all just like so interesting to me that like I don't know that like I feel like so cool when cool people listen to our podcast. Me too. And I'm like, whoa! I feel so lucky. Like you care what we yeah. say. Yeah. Like holy shit! You should be giving us advice. Like I am a college dropout. Um. Hopefully you guys like this episode. Um. I yep that's it I hope you liked this I mean you have to like this episode please um if you want to call in for an upcoming episode you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976 and international listeners you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com we did it we fucking did it what are we gonna do for 200 I don't know I'll be maybe we'll do like an actual live show that people can (gasps) come to oh my god would you guys come to that would you like talk on stage location for us to be where would be a good location? Mm. Hmm. Hawaii. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, aloha, guys. Yeah. Um, that would be really fun. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be like a random. I feel yeah. like we're going to it's going to be like one of the Carolinas. Yeah. You know, something North Carolina, like that. I would prefer. Yeah. I don't know the difference except one's north and one's south. We'll offline it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram if you guys haven't yet. And make sure you join our Facebook group. Mm hmm um and what else that's it that's fucking oh, it don't dm us <laughs> oh yeah so, i mean you can dm us and also like i'm also very happy if you want to like dm and ask like a quick question of being like hey how many minutes again can i call in for the podcast like sure i'll try and get to those as like much as we can but like it's but it's a if if we like actually answered all the ones that we have in a DM, we wouldn't would be have a, a show. Yeah, it would, but it would also just be a full time job. We yeah. get way too many. Yeah, and we want you guys to keep listening to the podcast. Yeah. Um, so please call in, even mm-hmm. if you think that like it's like lame or anything like that. We would we would just love to hear it because we want to yeah. give you guys advice. We don't want to be those assholes yeah. who are just ignoring you. And also, it's not just like for you; it's for everyone yeah. that's listening. And that's also we think is like one of the best parts, and I think is probably one of the most helpful parts is the fact that like we might not have gone through something, but then someone else mm-hmm. can like all comments or any interactions online after the episodes out and be like, oh yeah, I've been through that exact same thing. Right. We would have never learned that so many of you guys have ripped your boyfriend's dicks. Mm-hmm. Or had threesomes. Yeah. Like here you are, you called into a podcast and we were like, can't relate, but here for you. Yeah. And then it was like, oh shit, lots of y'all can relate, mm-hmm. which I think is like a, a, is a helpful feeling. Um, so yeah, we'll see you guys next time for 101. Go like this. Oh. Okay, you guys got to watch this. It's so interesting. Go to YouTube <laughs> right now. We're drawing a diagram. No, we're not. That was a trick because I know that works for you guys. Yeah. Um, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Part of the HerPod Network.